Turkey Day is coming up. Man. I think I'm having ham. <laughs> Already did. Yes, I did. God's good. Title of the message, if you're taking notes, always good to take notes. Always good to write down. Uh, my sister, Diane, when she was here, she would take notes and she would go that afternoon and go over them. And then occasionally say, what about that scripture you was using? Where did you get that? How, did, how does that work in there? So take notes and then question. Because you won't remember but about this much of what I got to say, how sad that is. But that is facts. Sometimes you lose it before you get up. Sometimes the next day somebody will say, what did you preach on yesterday? I'll go. <laughs> I got to think about it. Abounding in Thanksgiving. It is Turkey Day coming up. And Thanksgiving, actually, folks, is the most important thing you can do. You cannot have faith without Thanksgiving. You can't. You know, it's amazing how, uh, I think it's 1123 in Mark, it says that whatever you say, you have. We got it backwards. We say what we, we, we have. We say what we have, and the Bible tells us, I just got it backwards. The Bible tells us to say what you have. I mean, have what you say, not say what you have. Let me say that again. That's why I'm saying it over. See, we say what we have, but we're supposed to have what we say. Let me say it again. Let me say it again. That'll really get you confused. We, say, we do. Listen, I've got a bad knee, and guess what I talk about a lot and don't even want to? I say what I have, but the truth is, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I will have whatever I say. It, I mean, it's so simple, it's ridiculous. But we've been, we've been so raised in a society that that's where you live most of the time. You know, Isaiah 61.3 says... It says it's about you and I. It says, The oil of joy and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that we may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that we may be, that he may be glorified. See, you've already, we've already got, I remember early on in my walk with the Lord, a, a man come to me and said, Everything's done already. And I argued with him. I said, what are you talking about? Everything's done. We've got things we have to do. All we have to do is speak those things that he said we have. And then you'll have them. Well, well, it doesn't always work. It's probably because you're negating it most of the time when you talk. But we've got all this. He, you know, I know for a fact, people... That when I have a spirit of heaviness that gets on my life, I know the answer to that. And that's to lift up a garment of praise. I can't lift up that garment of praise unless I speak it. The Bible plainly tells us all through scriptures about this. See, how are we looking at life, really? 
Are you looking at, are you looking at life through the eyes of your own problems and your own self and your own feelings? Uh, folks, you can't go by your feelings. I mean, John expressed, I mean, what we felt was, yes, awesome. But, you know, when you don't feel this, he's still with you. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. That's what the Word says. So I need to spend more time talking and saying those things. And, and we're, we're talking about Thanksgiving. And, folks, we've got to trust the Lord with every situation. That's what faith is. Lord, thank you. You know, there was a time that we, in my life we were, we were raised to come to the altar and just cry out to God. Oh, Lord, be with us. Well, he is. Oh, Lord, help me out. Oh, Lord, I can't take this. What about going the other route? Lord, thank you that you're with me. Lord, thank you that through this trouble that I'm going through, you've got the answer. Lord, thank you that you're going to take care of me. Lord, thank you that my business is going to do better than it's doing. Not, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to pay this bill. Lord, thank you. I mean, it's sure a lot better. What did, what did Jesus do? I mean, he, he commented. He made the comment for us. He said, these, these chosen we've been watching, he says it more than once, I don't say anything or do anything the Father doesn't tell me to do. He's not going to tell you to complain. It's just not there. Don't, don't you love it when you, when you, you say, listen, listen to these. Don't you love it when you, you say to people, good morning. And they say, just hang around. <laughs> or so far. Or what about, where have you been? Or what about, glad you think so. Or what about, just wait. Or the, or the worst one for you, because then you'll take, you'll take offense. They'll say, was well, till you got here. You know, listen, just a side note. Everybody makes mistakes or you misunderstand what really took place. If you're taking offense... You better get on the thank you side. Because many times, that person that offended you didn't really mean to offend you. Life goes on. We just get lost in the shuffle sometimes. And, and, and so, I'm not going to take offense. Lord, thank you that I'm not going to take offense. Lord, thank you that they love me. Thank you that they really understand me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is Thanksgiving, not just because this Thursday's Thanksgiving. That's a way of life for a Christian. Uh, this, this chosen, I, I know it's just acting, but it's so interesting to watch the people, the disciples, like us, respond, and then they would go to Jesus, and he would respond just like you're supposed to respond. Even Mary Magdalene messes up in the chosen. And then we haven't seen it, but it's coming up how, how Jesus responded to her when she finally come back out of the craziness that she was in. She come back. How many has got into crazy and didn't mean to? How many has got into crazy because you thought about it? Then you spoke it. Even, I mean, I find myself at home alone. 
saying things like I said, why did I even say that? There's nobody even here to hear it but me. Well, Teddy, he hears it, but he don't, blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Unless it's stay or back. He knows them because he's been trained. Back. Oh, the, we mess our life up. I'm, we do by the thing, because we're not, we're not in that constant mode of, Lord, thank you. See, he's got me every day and every moment of my life. Every situation, every circumstance. Had a nurse call me from the doctor's office, and my sugar level was a little bit high. So she said, you know, do you need to maybe see a, what do they call them, people that tell you how to eat? Dietitian. I said, well, really, I probably do, but I, I listened to three or four with Connie, and I know exactly, I told her, I said, I know exactly why my sugar counts up. And it will be done. It will be fixed, because that's the kind of person I am. Kind of like Betty did with sugar. Case closed. Well, when I thought back, the two weeks prior to my blood test, why, I was emptying the candy in John's office, and I was, I mean, the sugar that I was putting down was like crazy. Well, no wonder my sugar level was a little high. But you take that thought of my sugar levels high, and if you're not careful, you'll start speaking what you don't want to have. And I need to start speaking what I really have. Because, see, I have, listen to me, I have what I say. Everybody here, everybody on the Internet, you, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let there be light. And there was. It started all the way back. And he placed that in each and every one of you. And if we can learn to start speaking in the area of positive thanksgiving, he's got this, I, 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 maybe I'm going through. And it doesn't, you, you've got to recognize you've got a problem. You, you won't fix it until you do. That's a blind spot. Once you recognize your problem, then you don't speak your problem. You say, you say the answer. You speak the answer. You recognize. Yeah. Psalms 118.24 says, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Sometimes my days, how about your days, don't go like you want them to go. But it's the day the Lord has made. And we will, it says, the Bible tells us, we will rejoice. Colossians 2, 6-7 says, And you have received Christ Jesus, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. If you just use that scripture right there, put that on your refrigerator. See, we've got to be abounding in thanksgiving. Why? Because that's a word of faith. Most of, most of the things, when I pray, thank you, thank you, is in it more than anything else. Have I got it yet? No, but I'm going to have it. Because he answers, the Bible says he answers every prayer. So why don't I pray in such a way that I'm thanking him for what I haven't got yet? I've got it, but I don't have it. It hasn't manifested yet. 
Everybody here's probably got something in their body they would like to be better than what is going on. Speak life over that situation. I don't care what it is or what's going on. Speak life over it. Don't speak the problem. Thank you for this. That's, that, Thanksgiving's not just Turkey Day. It always makes me sleepy anyway. Tryptophan. I'm trying to think of the word. Thank you, Nona. Uh, you say, well, why do I get tired? Well, it's just it's a chemical. You might as well take a Benadryl. It'll get you about as good. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, and everything give thanks. I'm giving you scriptures that tells us. See, we've got to put our energy in our faith, not in our circumstance. Everybody's got a circumstance. Everybody's got a situation. Everybody's got a problem. I like Matthew 6.31. You might want to look this up because I, I, when I've seen it this morning, I said, oh, and I know this, and I know not to worry. The Bible tells us not to worry, but listen to what it says. It says, don't put worry in your saying. Because when we think worry, we think in here. Well, that's where it starts. But it says, in all three translations I looked at this morning, it may be different in some, but it says, don't put worry in your saying. So in other words, if I'm saying it, I'm thinking it. I'm worrying. But don't put worry in your saying. I, 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 oh my gosh, I'm, I'm just so worried. Dr. Craig took blood from me, and now my blood sugar's a little bit high, and oh my gosh, it's going to go off the chart. Oh my gosh, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to be a diabetic. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have... I'm tired of just saying it. We've got to come to that place in life where we've got to put our trust totally in Him. We've got to come to that place of knowing that He has got us. We've got to know that He will take care of you. Hebrews 4.14 says, let us hold fast our confession. In the New Living Translation, it says, let us hold firmly to what we believe. And you all know the scripture, 2 Corinthians 10.5, it says, to take every thought captive. You say, well, pastor, it seems like I, I hear around here a lot of these things you're teaching. I know. It's because this is the key to fixing it all. See, our life our life becomes what we're saying. Our, our, whole, our whole direction in life, our whole attitude, our whole action. Uh, buddy of mine, army buddy of mine spent four days with me. And love the guy. He's an he's a army casualty. Uh, fell out of a... Fell out of a Big helicopter in Nam and landed in a rice paddy and broke his hips and broke his legs and broke, I mean, broke to pieces. Had to drag himself out of the swamp by his elbows. Lived through it. Had to go through all the drugs, all the rehabilitation, all the, went with it. Watched the helicopter with 41 people blow up and burn and, and 23 of them got killed. And the list goes on and on what he went through. But because of all that, and I'm, I love the guy, he does not stop talking. So the moment you're with him, 
I mean, the, only, the quietest I've ever seen him was when he was at church here so, one time back, and he couldn't talk. Why you bring it? Because a lot of what is said don't need to be said. Great guy, great stories, but after a while, it's like you're going to get. And I knew this was in my heart for for teaching, and I, and I, I wanted to say more than once. Ed, hush. You're going to get what you're saying, and he has, and he does. Great, great guy. But I said, I said to him one time, Ed, 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 settle down. Because he, he, I can be sitting here, and he can be sitting here, and he gets started with his story, and then here he comes, and he's standing over me telling his story. I said, Ed, Ed, Ed. And if he's listening right now, Ed, you know I love you. You can't talk all the time. I mean, you can, even if you talk scripture all the time, you're going to run people off. A whole different message, but be wise with your conversation. Proverbs tells us that. A fool talks all the time. Why does it say that? Because of the importance of your saying. The importance of your, that's why, that's why the Bible tells us to pray in the spirit because he, we can't pray all the things that need to be prayed and lots of things we try to pray doesn't need to be prayed. So cover the topic, Lord, I'm lifting up. Lifting up will today, Lord. And I don't know a lot about, I've never been in their house. I, I don't live with them. I don't want to live with any of you. <laughs> but if I pray in the spirit, I've got a safe tongue going. And I'm building myself up as well as praying what he needs. Sidetrack from what I'm talking about. But tell, I tell you, if we could interpret, which we can, if we ask, it'll be a thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you that Will's health is good. Lord, I thank you that he, he's prosperous in all his ways. Lord, I thank you. See, we've got to come to that place in our life when we've got to recognize he's got this. He's going to take care of this. Matthew 12, 37 says, By our words, you are justified, are condemned. Case closed. If I'm thanking the Lord for every situation in my life, what a different attitude that brings whoever I'm talking to. You know, I've got to go in and have surgery, and I think I'm going to die. Or I'm going to go in and have surgery, and I know they're going to do a good job, and I'm trusting the Lord with it, and I, I feel have peace with it because the Lord's with me. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He's the healer, and I'm just believing while I'm going there that he's going to fix it before I even get there. That's so much better than whining and complaining and, and speak. And don't you love to be around those kind of people? that are always up and always lifting up. And why, why are they good to be around? Because that's what they're doing. Jerry Seavers comes to my mind every time I say that. Some of you don't know Jerry Seavers. She's in Christopher right now. There is no woman more bubbly. She's in her 70s, and she's still working with the youth department. Big in the city. Why? Because she's always encouraging with her, her words. She's always in love. 
She's always thanking the Lord. She's always, always, always. It's not grand babies. It's grand blessings. That's how she speaks. We've got to get to that place of recognizing God's got this whole thing. Proverbs 18.21 says, and you know this scripture, death and life is in the power of the tongue. But then again, folks, John 6.63 says, the words that I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. Wow. Well, if it's the words he has spoken to us, then why don't we take those same words and speak life into other people's lives and speak life into other people's situation? And, uh, you know, John brought up going down to the Baptist church. It was a flat blessing. It was, it was just worship and praise. And it was just absolutely sweet spirit in the house because of it. Now, if, probably if one of us would have got up and spoke, everybody would have been judging and criticizing. But how do you criticize worship and praise? You just trust him and watch it happen. Folks, the words that we say, the words that we say, the words that we say, Jeremiah 1.12 says, he watches over his words to perform it. So see, whatever I say, it's coming. Did you hear me? Whatever's going on in my life, it's probably because I spoke it. Or, like my mom prayed for me all the time, and she knew I was called way back. And when I got saved at 12, she knew I was going to be a pastor before I knew I was going to be a pastor. I knew in my heart something's different, but it took from 12, listen to me, it took from 12 to 32 years old before I finally heard his voice. And knew that he said, no, what are, you, what are you doing? I protected you through this craziness you're going through. Get on route with where I've got you going. And from 32 on till here, I've tried to follow the Lord. But I'm learning more and more the importance of this right here. If you're not happy with things in your life, just change your mouth. Just change your speaking. If you're not happy with people, don't cut them down and criticize and judge and speak bad things about them. Just pray for them. Lord, thank you that those things that they did to me is going to turn around. Thank you, Lord, that I forgive. I've, I learned to walk like you, Jesus, and forgive immediately. Thank you, Lord, that I've got this. Thank you, Lord. I'm not the judge. You are. And I'll let you have it, and I'm just letting it go, Father. That's how your mouth ch changes everything in your life, folks. Proverbs 103.20 says, Your angels, mighty in strength, who perform His Word. Yes, you've got help. God created, and He created the angels. And He brought the angels here on earth with us. He's got fallen angels, yes, working as demons. They're doing their job. But we've got angels that are listening to every word we say. You know, let me, let me tell you this real quick. The enemy only knows what you tell them. Every demon in hell, if I keep my mouth shut about a situation, they don't know what's going on. I mean, I could even have it inside. But that's where I've got to be careful because if I think inside long enough, that inside's going to speak. So I've got to think the word. I've got to think the answer, not the problem. And then when I speak, I can say I've got... And the enemy goes, but then right behind it. But the word says, 
that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. So devil, get out of here. You're not messing my marriage up. You're not messing my life up. You're not messing my health up. Enemy, get out of here. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus, and I'm standing on the Word. He can't stand that, because he can't stand the Word. He knows the Word, but unless you're speaking the Word, he does. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, the Word is sharper than any two-edged sword. That word two-edged means he spoke it, you spoke it, it happened. We've got to learn to say in Thanksgiving, everything's going to be all right. Let's come to that place of trusting in Him. You guys have a closing song? Come on up. Learn to speak faith. Learn to speak direction for your life. Learn to speak blessings over your own life and over other people. Learn to, listen again, if you get hurt, speak blessings over that person. I'll never forget the guy that tried to kill me when I worked at the mines. Oh, it was, it was devouring me because I took offense to it. Well, anybody would. The Lord said, pray for him. And I'm like, give me a break. Pray for him. So I started. Did I ever fall in love with the guy? No, but my whole attitude towards him, my whole actions towards him, I ended up being a friend with him, even though it all happens by Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Let's come to that place in our life where we trust what God is going to do.